Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Flight 785 in the house once again for another week. Welcome aboard, guys. Welcome aboard. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You guys know how I get down, and I am here for another week of the podcast. And as usual, I have my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are we doing today, Carrie? Great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Current time, 3.43 p.m. on 1 one 2023 where has the time gone carrie where has the time gone i don't know it's just well thank you thank you carrie thank you for (laughs) proving giving me some insight there Uh, i don't know that's your answer just wait to learn something okay i'll give you more insight (laughs) guys this is the show where i grab some news stories and we chop it up to decide what is really going on, my views on things, and Carrie's views on things. And as I always tell you guys, I have what you call diplomatic immunity, so I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers, but that's okay, right, Carrie? Is it not okay? Sometimes. Diplomatic immunity, guys. Don't get mad. I know you guys are thinking, you know, you know, it's a new year, right? So I should have some New Year's resolutions. Yes, a lot of New Year's resolutions. Well, I will tell you this right now. New Year, same me. Okay? <laughs> new Year, same me. And I'm going to be more obnoxious and more <sighs> overbearing. Okay? And Pray for you me, guys everyone. Are going to Pray love for it. me. You guys, I live with him 24-7. You guys are going to love it. I'm going to be more obnoxious and more overbearing. I've got to be me. Scorpio, okay? I am a Scorpio. That is how we do it on Flight 785. So just settle in. Settle in and we will be good to go. What say you, Carrie? Are you ready? I'm very ready. Guys, we always start off the show with the flight plan. So the flight plan for this week is we're going to talk about what happened with a Kansas City Chiefs superfan. We're also going to talk about a faux pas, if you will, at a party. Okay, a party. Yeah, there was an issue. And we are also going to talk about a woman that made a we're going to look back real quick. A woman that made a Christmas meal that somehow went awry with her (laughs) in-laws. And then we get into learn something. Right, Carrie, what do we got with learn? something? So we're going to go over a few questions to help you get to know your psychological needs. You know how everybody does their New Year's resolutions. Yes. So these questions are going to help you reflect back to the year and think about things that worked for you and things that do not work for you and things to improve your psychological needs. And these are going to be questions asked to who? You, yourself, their self. Okay, okay. So these are questions, like self-reflective questions, if you you will. You seem a little panicky. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Okay, it is a new year. I see this panic in your eyes. Like, I I don't want to answer any psychological questions. Oh, yeah, you're going to be quizzed. I'm going to be quizzed. Is that what you're telling me? No. Okay, listen. Maybe a few questions. Listen, my therapist says that I'm fine. 
Listen, my therapist the says... Diplomatic... What? The, excuse me? Excuse let's me. Let's psychoanalyze the diplomatic immunity. How do you spell that? How do you spell Which that? Which word? Okay, okay, you know what? <laughs> Guys, it's already started. It has already started the first of the year, and Carrie is already on her... I didn't her, sign up for a spelling bee. She's already on her BS. <laughs> and when I say BS, I mean bad stuff, guys. I mean bad stuff. This is That's ridiculous. Right. Bad stuff. Bad uh, to the bone stuff. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, guys. So, guys, at the very beginning of the show, like I always say, I always start off with the flight plan. We've gone through that. And in addition, we also have to deal with learn something, which Carrie just deal with. Yes, we have to deal with it. Deal with it. Yes, we have to deal with it. As and then we get into (laughs) Abby is not right. My favorite portion of the show where we discuss whether Abigail or the advice giver is or is not right. So, Carrie, are we ready? We are ready. Okay, so you know with sports, you always have super fans, right? There's always a super fan. People that dress up, people that are just, you know, extremely loyal to their team. Makeup, outfit, hats, shoes. All that, okay? And they're all jazzed up, right? So the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? Are you familiar with the Kansas City Chiefs? No. You're not, okay. So the Kansas City Chiefs Never is been a, to a game. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs are a team out of kansas city missouri okay i know that and when when i think of missouri i think of well you know unwashed people and um here we go here we go diplomatic community guys we have family in missouri you have family in missouri actually i don't have any family in missouri anymore All I have to say is this. When I think of You Missouri, had family in Missouri. When I, and they were smart and left. When I think of Missouri, that's <laughs> so what I think my of. People. Okay. Methamphetamines and unwashed people. Okay. Meth methamphetamines? Yes, and inbreeding. I said what I said. Diplomatic immunity, guys. New Year save me. But I digress. I digress. I totally disagree with you, just for the record. Diplomatic immunity. I digress. We need to get into this Kansas City Chiefs super fan. Now, let me tell you what this gentleman did, okay? It's just crazy. This guy is a super fan, okay? He goes by the name Chiefs-aholic. Now, if that shouldn't tell you something already, you should know that something is about to go terribly, terribly awry, right? So the gentleman's name is Chiefs-aholic. And his real name is Xavier Badar. Okay. So okay. this this gentleman, he dresses up in a wolf's costume. Okay. Oh, because they have that Chuck E. Cheese no, character. Yeah, Casey Wolf. Okay, Casey Wolf. He dresses up. It in looks a, like a mouse. Yeah, he, I know. But you know what? Like I said, Carrie. It's Chuck E. Cheese, right? I, no, they call themselves. Well, he may look like Chuck E. Cheese, but they call themselves Casey Wolf. Okay. okay. The Kansas City Chiefs mascot's name is Casey Wolf. Okay. okay. I did not know He looks know like that. this overgrown fat mouse. But I thought it was Chuck E. Cheese. Well, what do you expect from people from Missouri? Ken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you expect? Okay. I what feel do you some expect? hostility from you. What do you expect from people from Missouri? Okay. They dress up in these, you know, these crazy outfits. Okay. 
a wolf outfit. He looks like a mouse, but I digress. So this gentleman. I, I feel some hostility. Well, I'm not a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? I, I'm, not I, a, I'm not a fan of the state of Missouri either, okay? <laughs> Let's just, if it were up to me, okay? Truth if, be told, you, if it were up to don't me. Don't say anything. We could sell. Let's just not say anything. I would like to sell the state of Missouri to Canada for a box of fiddle faddle. <laughs> So you want Canada smack dab in the middle of the United States? No, what I mean is I'm going to sell Missouri to Canada for a box of fiddle faddle, and I'm getting the better deal. And does Canada fly in and fly out through Chuck E. Cheese Airlines? I, I really don't care, but irregardless. <laughs> so Mr. Badaur, okay, he is known for showing up to games, both home and away, in his Casey Wolf costume, and acting in ways a super fan typically does. Mm -hmm. But Mr. Badaur's absence was quickly noted and other Chiefs fans began searching to make sure he was okay because he said he was going to be coming down to Houston to watch the Chiefs play the Houston Texans okay. on December 18th. Yes. So this gentleman, you know, he, he puts on Twitter, hey, I'm coming to the game. Mm -hmm. I'm coming to Houston for the Chief game. Yes. Well, this gentleman was apparently he was traveling mm -hmm. from Kansas City to Houston, and he decided to stop off in Bixby, Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. And what do you think this gentleman was doing, trying to do in Bixby, Oklahoma, Gary? You don't know. He Gamble? tried. He tried to rob a bank. Oh hell no! Yes. So he could buy more money to get more mascot gear. Mister Badur robbed the bank. Attempted to rob a bank in Bixby, Oklahoma. He just okay. said, "What the heck? Yes. This looks like a good spot." He was promptly caught arrested and booked in the Tulsa County Jail. And according to some reports, he was wearing the same mask, Kansas City Chief Wolf mask, <laughs> that he wears to games. So I don't think he's a true super fan then. Why would you say that? Be because if he had to pit stop to break a law... He wasn't in a rush to get to the game. Well, you know, he was taking his time. Okay, he was taking his time, and he, he left Kansas City. I'm sure he left a day or two early to head down to Houston. And mm -hmm. while in, Mex or in Mexico, Mexico. Well, I was thinking Mexico is where he should have went. But when he, was, <laughs> uh, when he was in Oklahoma, he went and he tried to rob the bank. So in he Tulsa. in no in Bixby, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Bixby, Oklahoma. He tried to rob the bank. He mm -hmm. got caught, and he is currently sitting in the jail in Oklahoma for attempted robbery of a for actually robbery for the bank because he so, actually got some money and oh. then ended up getting caught. So I think maybe he figured. He can't get away with it in the Kansas City, Missouri area because everybody knows him in his mascot costume. Okay. So I think he was thinking he could get away with it in a different city. Okay. So let, let's paint the picture here. This hillbilly from Kansas City. Okay. We don't know dresses, that. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure he probably. Yes. I'm pretty sure. You're he, assuming. I'm pretty sure he took a sister to prom. Oh, oh Kenan. You know what, George Takai? What are you doing here? Thanks for showing up. You know what? Happy New Year, George Takai. Happy New Year to you. Now, George Takai, as I was saying, he probably took his sister to prom. Oh, my. That's probably what he did. And George Takai agrees. But I digress. So this gentleman comes all the way from Kansas City. His Kansas City wolf outfit or whatever the hell it is. He Okay. He drives into Oklahoma goes and decides to rob the bank, gets caught robbing the bank, and is currently in jail. And do you know what I have to say to him? Congratulations. 
you played yourself. This is ridiculous, Gary. What say you? What say you? I need to I, know. Without words. I need your reaction here, okay? I, I just, need okay, your I wonder, reaction. I wonder if this oh, is the first no. time he's done it or... Well, I'm glad you asked that because Twitter has said that there have been some crimes, you know, that have been happening in and around where he has been when the Chiefs have their away games. Oh. So they're starting to try to put the pick the you know put the pieces together to find out what is going on because so there he's have a traveling been, robber. There have been some crimes that have been committed, okay, mm-hmm. in places that the Kansas City Chiefs were in town. Okay. Mm. So Chiefs Aholic, I say to you Congratulations. You played yourself. I really don't understand it, Gary. I really do not understand what's going on. But you know what? That is typical of a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You can't okay? group everybody that, in that. Well, I'm not grouping everybody, okay? There are some that you are You have good. a lot of family and a lot of friends that are Chiefs fans. Let me tell you something. There are some good Chiefs fans out there. You need to reel okay? that back. There, you want me to walk that back? <laughs> yes. You, you know what? I said what I said, Okay. I said what I said, okay? There are some good Chiefs fans, okay? Shout out to my man, you know, my man in Olathe, okay? Tim and, or correction, Matt and Betsy. Good folks. Good folks in Olathe, okay? Okay. Good folks. They are Chiefs fans. But I digress. So, Carrie, what say you? What say you? What what do you think about this whole situation? I'm just appalled. You are. You're appalled. But it's not anything that surprises you, or does it surprise you? Yeah, it does. Really? Yeah. I what just, does what, just, what does it surprise? What is surprising I don't see, about this story? If it's a true super fan, I don't see them wasting their time on robbing banks. I see them hustling to get to the game. Well, like I said, he probably left a day early. And you remember that story of the gentleman that robbed a bank and they asked him, he robbed many banks, I guess it was in the 30s. And they asked him, why did you rob the bank? And you know what he said? Because that's where the money is. (laughs) But I digress. I I mean, it's true. I mean, that is where the money is. So if you need the money, that's where you go. That's where you go to get it. Kansas City Chiefs fans do better. Legal or illegal. Do better, Kansas City Chiefs fans. Okay? Do better. Moving on, Carrie, moving on. Party etiquette. Okay? It is a great thing that we must have some sort of party etiquette. So here's what happened. Here is what happened. So a woman is being slammed for turning up at a party, bringing her own Tupperware to take home leftovers home to her husband. Okay. So it says that attending a buffet is so much fun. There are so many different finger foods to choose from and everything always looks so appetizing and delicious. But have you ever been tempted to take a plastic tub of food along with you to a shindig to take some home for later or to even to feed your other half. That's what one woman complained about online after she noticed her mom's friend loading three Tupperware cartons full of food. Yes, three Tupperware cartons full of food. Now, this happened in the UK, okay? Are you Mm -hmm. familiar with the UK, Great Britain? Okay, so this happened in the UK. I've heard of it. Yes, so the woman took to Mumsnet, which is, uh, you know, we've talked about Mumsnet before. It's an online forum where, you know, mums talk about issues. And the woman, you know, went on Mumsnet to tell her terrifying tale, expressing her shock that someone would be so cheeky, asking, cheeky. would you feel, yes, yeah, you know, something the Brits use uh, or say, would you feel that it was cool, you know, to ha- take some food home? 
okay? She wrote, I held a party for a family member's birthday recently. One of our family friends runs a catering company, and I employed them to provide a buffet suitable for the number of attendees. So, so far, everything's good, right? One of my mom's friends turned up with Tupperware set and said to my mom, oh, I'll just take some of the food home for Steve, which is her husband. She then proceeded to load three Tupperware cartons with food from the buffet. Surely this is not normal is what the woman is thinking. I wouldn't call a home party a buffet. Well, that's what they say across the pond. Do people really help themselves to food for their family who wasn't even invited? What is your take on this, Carrie? The member wasn't invited? Well, no. Or they just didn't show up? They didn't show up. What would you do? If you were having a, a, you know, something over at your home, okay, and this woman came over and she brought her own Tupperware. She brought her own Tupperware and loaded it up with your food that you purchased that she was going to take home. What would you do? So normally I provide Tupperware for leftovers sometimes when I have people over. Yes. But if like someone's spouse was unable to come, I would say, hey, would you like to make a plate? But I would be shocked, appalled, and feel it's very rude to bring your own Tupperware over. Yeah, this Unless is not... yes. it was Tupperware leftover from the last No, no, party. it wasn't Tupperware leftover from the last no. part. Let's not read into this, okay? okay. What it was is this woman, rude. this woman came over. She, you know, she showed up to the party. Then she had, she brought her own yeah, Tupperware. Yeah, it was just plain rude. So what would you have told that woman if she said, I'm just going to take these three things of Tupperware home to Steve? What would you have told the woman? It depends on if everybody at the party had gotten their food. I I probably would have said, hey, yes. let's just hang on. Let me make sure everybody else is eating. I'm not sure if there's enough. Or here, let me take those Tupperware containers. And I would have made my own portions for them. Or just filled up one with a single portion. Okay. Let me tell you what I would have done. Okay. <laughs> if the woman came over to my home yes and she brought her own tupperware you okay? would have came and got me and said uh, um, um, that's Carrie, not what i would have done I, I, I need you to take care of this no what i would have done is if she would have just went and helped herself without telling me yeah and then you know she's like i have this tupperware i would have taken that tupperware yeah i'd have taken it three down three houses down to my neighbor's trash and throw it right in the trash Take me outside. That's exactly what I would I don't have done. Believe you. And then what I would have done no. is I would have kicked her out of my home. No. That's exactly what I would have done. It doesn't you, matter. You would have came listen, and got me listen, and made me do I the would dirty not, I work. I don't do that. Listen, I don't have other people oh. do the dirty work. I don't care if they're between the ages of eight to eighty. Catch me outside. How about that? The Tupperware is going in my neighbor's trash can, never to be seen again. Okay. In front of her face. Catch me outside. Homie, don't play that, okay? Okay. Homie, don't play that, okay? You need to have some sort of, you know, some sort of, I don't know, couth in order to come. You know, yeah, some type of couth, okay? You better act like you have some sense, okay? Uh Now, if you were to come to me and say, hey, can I take some to Steve? Can I take some food home to Steve? That's what most people would do. You know what I'd have said, okay? Is Steve here? And she would have said no. And you know what I said? If she asked me, can I take some home to Steve? I'd say, is there something wrong with Steve? Is there so- Why could he not make, he couldn't make it? So you can't, you can't have any food for Steve. Oh, hell no. That's what I would have said, okay? That's okay. what how okay. I do okay. it here on Flight 785. Guys, if you agree with me, please send me a message. 
flight785podcast at gmail.com. It's just that easy. Or hit me up on Instagram, flight785, Carrie. What say you? We need to move on. We need to move on. Christmas is in our rear view mirror, is it not, Carrie? Christmas, yes. It's Christmas is in our rear view mirror. I got all the tree and decorations packed up. We don't have to worry about decorations. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, on the 26th of December, okay, no later than 10 a.m., all your Christmas decorations should be down. This is ridiculous. I take my bike, my bicycle, and I ride it through my subdivision, and I see Christmas lights. I see, hold on, I see Christmas lights. <laughs> you didn't I even let Christ- me say anything. I see Christmas decorations, okay? I see Merry Crema all over the place, okay? That is the wrong answer. I keep telling you, most people leave it up till like January 6th, till the epiphany. On the 26th, your Christmas lights should be down. All your Christmas stuff should be packed January? up. January? On the 26th of December, I know what you're trying to do, okay? (laughs) On the 26th of December, all your Christmas stuff should be packed up and put in the attic, never to be seen for another 360 days, okay? And you know what I'm going to do? You got to do it December 1st. This is what I'm going to do, okay? This is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to take my bicycle, okay, and I'm going to take my little notepad, and I'm going to ride my bike past all these houses, and any house that I see any type of Christmas decorations, you know what I'm doing? You guess it. I'm calling the HOA. Catch me outside. I I didn't realize you had this much hostility about this. I'm calling. I thought I was the one that would drive the train to put the decorations up. I'm calling the HOA, okay? Uh I am calling the HOA. This is ridiculous, okay? I'm riding my bike around, and I see freaking Santa stuff. You know what I want to say to Santa? Go, fat boy! Go! Get out of here, Santa. You're horrible. Okay. Diplomatic immunity. Well, okay. someone spiked his drink last night Dipl- and turned him into the post-New Year's Grinch. Diplomatic immunity. That's what people say at work. They say that I am a Grinch, and that's the wrong answer. Year-round okay. Grinch. Gotta, you know what? Listen, <laughs> I'm tired of seeing this guy in red running around with his beard and his donkeys that have antlers. I don't know what they call them, but all I have to say to him is, Go, fat boy, get out of here. Fat Get out of here, Santa Claus. I don't want to see you for another. I don't want to see you. Listen, the time when you put up Christmas direction, uh, decorations, directions. decorations is December 20th, and you take it down on December 26th. No. Those seven days, six days. They are need the- to be up by December 1st, down by December 26th. Well, I disagree. I disagree. Guys, if you agree with me. Okay, decorations, Christmas, put them up on December 25, 20th. 25 days of joy, as long as your hus- husband allows. 25, you know what? <laughs> now you make me look like I'm sort of. Oh, you know, no, some, you've done some, this on your own. Some sort of Grinch you, or something. You've painted the picture on your own. Let me tell you something. Don't write, digress. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have Christmas cheer, okay? I have Christmas yeah, cheer. Yeah, it'll wait for next okay? year. I have Christmas, you know, if we're up to me, you know, on December 25th, okay? We get all dressed up. We don't have to worry about making a big meal, okay? Oh, you complained about dressing up. We go right down the street and we go to Taco. 
and get ourselves a burrito supreme, okay? No, and we, no. And then we're that good Mexican to go, okay? Pizza, That's all we have to do, okay? That Mexican pizza on the commercial looked delicious. I'm making a run for the border next December 25th. <laughs> we don't have to wait all year. But I digress. <laughs> so Christmas Day is now behind us, so millions of families all over the world will be digesting their huge dinners, and turkey is, you know... On the ban list for a few months. Well, and turkey is the last thing on anyone's mind, okay? <laughs> turkey is the last thing on anyone's mind. He could go too. <laughs> but anyway, so, but one woman has faced a huge backlash from her husband's family after she was given the task of making Christmas dinner, but did not make it quite how they were expecting, leaving her in laws extremely upset. Okay, so let me paint the picture here. I can't wait to hear this. As she is a lifelong vegetarian, she had never prepared meat before, so she decided <laughs> to make a plant-based Turkey? Christmas meal. Uh, but when the in-laws showed up, yes. it turns out there was just one thing on their mind, okay? Turkey, one thing, real turkey. One thing on their mind, okay? So here's what happened. As you can see, things plant went, fed turkey. Things went well. Turkeys do eat plants. Okay, <laughs> you know what in the is wrong with you? Okay, this is ridiculous. Okay, I'm stay to with envision me. This. Stay with me. Okay, Rick James, where are you? Okay, is a hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick. You know, there's vegan turkeys and there's non-vegan turkeys. Uh, you know, what? I, I I don't know. Some but, eat meat. Yeah. Some eat plants. Okay, some you know, eat grain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're going to leave that alone. Okay, but drug. anyway, so taking the Reddit, the woman explained that when her relatives came, they had initially, you know, complimented on how nice everything smelled, but were shocked when dinner arrived and there was no ham on the table. In the post, the woman, who remained anonymous, explained, per his family's tradition, the most recently wed couple host Christmas dinner. So they are the most recently wed couple, so they were well, supposed to be hosting. Awkward. So I was told that as long as I got food for everyone, that it would be fine. Here's where I might be in the wrong. I misunderstood. I thought this meant as long as I had enough food and made sure to accommodate food allergies that they would be happy. She went on to explain that when the day arrived, her husband was working, so she was left to prepare Christmas dinner for everyone, and when people arrived, they said the food smelled good. She said, people commented on how good everything looked until my father-in-law asked, where in the hell is the ham? Oh, hell no. Where is the ham? Well, okay. how is she supposed to know? Excuse me? How is she supposed to know they're supposed to have ham? My husband explained that I wasn't comfortable making meat, especially ham, since undercooked pork, undercooked pork can be especially dangerous, and that instead we would have a plant-based roast alternative. Oh, hell no! <laughs> this was followed by a raft of comments all afternoon from family who said they had wished someone else had hosted, but her husband leapt, leapt to her defense. She said, my husband snapped and told them to stop disrespecting the meal and myself well, since I worked sweet. hard on it. That was very sweet. And if you couldn't, then you would have to leave the Christmas party. So, now, so many layers here. Yes. There are, there are so many layers here. The number that one I think we need to layer, unpack here. Yes. I the need your take. The number one layer yes. is they were setting them up for 
disaster from the get-go. Who was setting who up for disaster? The family. Okay, how, how would you say that? they were having the newest newlywed couples host Christmas. Okay. So they're fresh out of the gate. Right. They they haven't been to many family Christmases. So okay. number one, they're they're setting these newlyweds in the family up for failure. I feel it was more an initiation. So they I, they really can't be mad because I'm sure it's a debacle every year. I think you're reading into this. Okay, no. I think you're reading into this. How many years did it take for us to build our traditions? To build our traditions? Yeah. How many years did it take us to build our traditions? Yes, together. You mean to tell me like your tradition? Like of, we didn't all of a sudden make a ham. I mean, like when we you, still don't make a ham. No, you talk about like when you get blackout drunk and pass out. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Is that what you're talking that about? That has never that happened. That's never that, happened that tradition at a holiday. Where you, you get blackout you know drunk. Please let me speak. You're about to go in timeout. Let First me, you make fun let of me speak my truth. Santa please. and the jolly old wolf from uh Kansas. First and... of all, is, first of all, let, let's get this straight. He's not a jolly old wolf, okay? And it's wolf, okay? W O L F, guys. Carrie can't say wolf, okay? Would she you says not tell everybody. She says so wolf. Rude. She says diplomatic immunity, okay? Do your say me? No okay? diplomatic okay. immunity okay. anymore. He's from Missouri, okay? And he's not a jolly old wolf, okay? No jolly old jolly wolf. old Chucky e. Cheese the mouse. No jolly old wolves run around here robbing banks okay <laughs> this is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous maybe he's robbing from the rich and stealing from the no, poor I don't think he's doing stealing that. from the poor no robbing from the stealing rich stealing from the rich <laughs> hold on let's rewind that he's robbing from the rich and stealing from the poor is that what you're telling no. me no that's not what <laughs> i'm saying you said robbing from the rich no. and stealing from the you poor. just appalled that means me. he's stealing from everybody okay <laughs> yes Robbing from the rich. <laughs> you know what? This is ridiculous. And stealing from the poor. Okay, you know what? That's the new setup. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I don't think Carrie has recovered from last night. I don't. Something tells me she has not recovered. Robbing from the rich you know, and stealing fire, from... Uh, firework fumes are <laughs> you know strong. This is ridiculous. You know, we're, we're off topic. Let me tell you what happened, okay? The layers of this is astounding. Okay. Yes, I want to hear it from your so perspective. So there is blame on both sides regarding this whole deal. Oh, uh, yeah. And like I say, guys, this is not a relationship podcast, okay? But I have been married. Definitely not. I have been married for many years, a few years happily. And I will tell you this, guys, <laughs> that I know a lot of things, okay? I know a lot of things. I don't think you know enough. Ma yet. Marriage things, wedding things, okay? <laughs> Dinner things. I know a lot of things, okay? But I will tell you this, okay? Here's the problem. Uh -huh. The most newlywed couple have to make the dinner. Yeah. Okay. The gentleman had to work. Yeah. Now, what he should have done was he should have given her a menu of what need to be prepared while he was off at work. Okay. We have to figure out, guys. We have to figure out, gentlemen, kings. We have to figure out who's bringing home the bacon and who's cooking it. Okay. We have to figure that stuff out. <laughs> diplomatic community i'm kidding i'm kidding but guys he should have given her a menu truth be told okay this is the menu that my Actually, family eats. that my family eats so that he, she, he probably did and she said i can't cook meat 
Yeah. I don't know how. Well, that's not. We can only go with the story said, but that's probably what should have happened. She should have gotten the menu. It's and like if someone the, were to tell me to make coffee, or she could have went, or she could have just went and bought a ham, you know, like already cooked ham from the grocery store. But or if you don't even eat meat, you probably don't know that they do that. Yeah, but you know where the ham aisle. He should have gone you, and bought the ham. You know where the meat aisle is, don't you? Does she not know how I, to navigate not. around? Does she not know how to navigate around a maybe grocery not. store? Is that what you're telling me? He should have gone and bought the meat. No, we're not going to turn this into a war on men, okay? He's off working extremely hard. Okay? He could have had the he, ham delivered. He's, he's you know what? <laughs> you know what? Hot <laughs> he, and delivered. You know what? <laughs> hot, fresh ham. Okay, after this. He could have ordered turkey from Popeye's. After, I heard that was a thing after, now. After this podcast, you're going to get some hot, fresh ham. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, you know what? You, you know, I know what you're doing. Okay, I know what you're doing. Is it brown okay, sugar? Okay, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> This is a PG-rated show. Carrie, we need to get into Learn Something. What do you have for us? What do okay. you have for us on Learn Something? This I'm is ridiculous. I'm glad you have asked. This is ridiculous. Please so, continue. I have four questions to help you get to know your psychological needs. And this is by psychologytoday.com. Okay. Four, four what now? Four questions to get- To uh, help you know your, your psychological- physical, physical needs. No, psychological. Oh, psychological. Mental, Excuse, oh, mental needs. Excuse me. Please continue. So it's understanding your needs. Yes. Uh, if you understand your needs, it can help you make good life decisions. Okay? I see. I see. And I feel after this podcast and listening to your stories that you might need to reflect back on your life decisions and the things you speak about. Okay. All okay. right. So, it's self-reflection can so, help you better get to know your psychological needs and how these are being met or how they're not being met. I see. Um, so, how do you reflect in general? Like, when, when you reflect on things that you need, how do you go about that? So, you want to know what my process is yes. as far yes. as reflection. Yes, and meeting your psychological needs. Well, usually... In the mornings, uh, after, of course, I have made you a wonderful five-course breakfast and bed meal. <laughs> okay, I will go and... I don't know if that's let, ever happened. Please, let me speak my truth. You asked me the question, okay? You are in receive... Is this your New Year's resolution? You're currently in receive mode right now, okay? Which means, no, I'm giving you the information. Oh, okay? I'm getting so a five-course meal after, tomorrow morning. You Perfect. Know what, you know what? You know what? Let me tell you something. Does that include fruit, vegetables, <laughs> eggs? You're, Ham. Get, you're getting exactly what's coming to you tomorrow. Oh my. <laughs> brown George butter, Kai, brown sugar, ham. So what I do for reflection, I get into some quiet meditation. Okay. Okay. And then I think of my goals. And this is in the morning. In the morning. I think of my goals and what I'm going to accomplish for the day. Is this before you wake up or after you wake up? This or? is after I wake up. Okay. Okay. And I've made you a five course breakfast meal. Uh -huh. And then I have... I. I pour myself a cup of the finest coffee, uh -huh. you know, Folgers, of course. You've lost me already. Fine, en fine enough to be served <laughs> in America's finest restaurants. Some <laughs> Folgers crystals, if you will. And then I just think about it. You always feel better after a cup of coffee or yeah. sipping on your coffee. That's what I do. Okay. Next question. I reflect. That's a good question. I, 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 I do my reflection before bed. Like right. before I fall asleep, I say okay. my prayers, I reflect, I think, uh, I, I make lists of how right. I can meet my psychological needs for the next day. And then she unplugs my CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs>
Please continue. I wish. Please continue. All right. You're disrespectful. What's the best compliment you've received? So we should be asking ourselves, what's the best compliment you've received this year and why? Uh, once you've identified the compliment that was your favorite, ask yourself the following questions to figure out why it was so meaningful. You should ask yourself, was the compliment you received about a quality you highly value? Or did it give you confidence in yourself? Or did this compliment help you to see a way forward with the problem? Or did it make you aware of a strength you hadn't previously perceived in yourself? Well, I will tell you this. I cannot say the best compliment that I have received this year, you know, now that you're putting me on the spot. But I, I, I didn't ask you. We're just reflecting back. But oh. if you have something to share, well, yeah, by do. all means, well, go well, ahead. I would love. I'm an open book, guys. You know okay. that. Okay. I will say shout out to my sister-in-law, Edith. She gave me one of the greatest compliments I could ever get. Really? She, yeah, she told me a couple years ago. She said, Kenyon, you bring out the best in people. That's what she said. Oh. And then in the next breath, she said, you also bring out the worst. <laughs> And you know what I was like? <laughs> you know what? So, you know, shout out to Edith. So, I appreciate that. I comment. agree. I do totally agree. That you do bring out the best in me, but you also bring out the worst. Well, it's all about me. balance, guys. You have to stay balanced. <laughs> you make my temperature go from hot to cold. You know what? You know what? It's all about balance, guys. You have to be balanced. So what you have to remember is yes. don't forget to go back to the compliment giver. And tell them how they positively impacted you. They right. probably have no idea that they did. Right. Well, even, you know, even when most of my teachers when I was in high school, yes. uh, Salina South High School, I remember that they would give me compliments, okay, all uh -huh. the time. I, I, can, I can't remember uh, her name, but I know one compliment that she gave me, and it was just, it was just out of this world. She was just like... The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. You, you know, know what? what? Shout you out needed to, to be kicked out. <laughs> Diplomatic community. All right. So the second question you can reflect back on yourself yes. is, what is the compliment you're most craving and why? So, for example, what's a compliment you'd like to receive but haven't gotten or haven't gotten enough of? Then, since we cannot make others compliment us, how can you get this need met? I just wish you'd quit unplugging my CPAP machine. <laughs> I'm trying to breathe at night. That's, okay, that's, that's all not, I'm trying to do. So you're craving the compliment of I love the machine? I'm craving the compliment of electricity, okay? <laughs> and being able to breathe at night. That is what I'm craving. All right. <laughs> the compliment may be coming up indirectly, like you continue to get repeat customers, for example, yes. like if you work in a service industry. Yes. And if your customers ask for you over and over again, that may actually be your com compliment. Or perhaps you can apply your strength in a new way to a new way to further validate this for yourself. Like you can tell yourself you like your CPAP. Oh, you know what? It I may or may not come true. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'd like my CPAP to stay on. That's what I would like. Okay. Please continue. All right. So the third question would be, what piece of psychological wisdom most sticks in your mind? How does it help you make better decisions? 
So don't overthink this one. It can be anything that is coming to mind lately or right now. For example, that you make a thing you may think about is if you had a bad financial decision or incident, the way you make the money back doesn't need to be the same way you lost the money. So the question is that you want to think about is what piece of psychological wisdom most sticks in your mind? Like, how did you learn a good, you know, lesson or how to make better decisions? I see. So like some sort of some sort of mantra or something. Yeah. Like not saying the wisdom most sticks in your mind is not always about money. It is more about cognitive flexibility, choice, and most importantly, many desirable paths to lead to the desired outcome. Oh, I love cognitive flexibility. <laughs> oh, my. You should practice it a little more before you speak. You know what? I don't know what we're talking about here. I don't think we're talking about the same thing here. No, I don't think we're talking about the same thing here. You're on board flight 785. I really don't. Okay. I really don't. This type of reflection yes. is not to have a fixation on a mistake or a failure, yes. but use it as a pathway to recover, I more see. or less learn from your mistakes. I see. Well, I have a mantra that I, I usually keep. Okay. okay. I usually, would you like to hear it? Okay, I wish I'm I had a gong. Fr- I'm really I could, you know, we need to, to we need to burn some sage in here because you've got a bad attitude. But the I mantra that even... the mantra that I have is Are you ready? I'm I'm waiting. You take the good, you take the bad, okay. you take the both, and there you have the facts of life. So you want to talk about of the facts of life? There's a time to go. <laughs> you know what? This is ridiculous. You're on board flight seven eight. Please continue. All right. <laughs> the fourth one. Yes. I'm listening. And the last one. Okay. When was the last time you felt embarrassed and why? I think it's this moment right now. The last time no, I don't I don't feel embarrassed. You I don't love feel me. embarrassed by seeing that facts of well, life. This rich baritone voice, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. I hear you. I can think of a, a, an embarrassing moment. That I will not speak of on this podcast, an embarrassing moment. You're the one that got me with this embarrassing moment, so no, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> well, it says we often feel embarrassed unnecessarily, okay? So you probably, more than likely, and if it's the situation I remember or I recall. Yeah, you blew up my spot. That's what yeah. happened. You blew up my spot. You had me embarrassed, okay? You guys, probably my felt face, embarrassed guys, I have a unnecessarily. Guys, my, my, my complexion is a Snickers candy. I wish I could embarrass you more like that. Of course. You I, need it. You know what? I, I have a Snickers candy bar complexion, but she embarrassed me that it, you know, my face became flush. It turned more of a Hershey's dark versus Ace. Okay, you know what? Let's th- keep this moving. This is nowhere near your example, but I was going to say, for example, like one buys a small house on purpose because they have they have the money to buy a larger house and they have had a large house in the past, but they don't feel like cleaning it. So they bought a small house. So there's no reason why they should feel embarrassed unnecessarily about right, that. Right. Um, after you have asked yourself why you're embarrassed, reflect back 
if reflecting back, is this something you would change or is this something you should be less sensitive about and stick to your guns? I see. I think you should just be less sensitive about why you felt embarrassed. Be less sensitive. Yes. Okay. Well, the next time you get embarrassed, okay, and you're steaming mad, <laughs> no. you know what I'm going to say? I think you need to be less sensitive about why you're embarrassed. No, when I'm embarrassed, I'm truly embarrassed. You it's are. usually you. Okay, it's me. <laughs> Don't put this on me. Okay, I'm a pillar of the community. I don't know what I'll you're talking I'll never about. forget my first grocery trip store with uh, you. <laughs> that was my most well, we embarrassing don't, we need moment. It. We don't need to talk about that. My blood sugar was low at the time. Okay, <laughs> my blood sugar had gotten low. Is that all we have, Carrie? Is that, that all? That is it. That's all we have for learn something. You know, yes. that's, that's fantastic. You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought See, it was going to be. See, psychological needs you, you, and... Cognitive flexibility. (laughs) Fantastic. You're on board flight 785. Oh my goodness. We need to get into the final segment of the show. This is Abby is not right. We call it Abby is not right. That's when I grab one of the advice columns and we chop it up. And we decide if the person giving the advice is or is not right. So Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. So the advice column we are going to use today is... Ask someone else's mom. Okay, ask someone else's mom. We're going to see what she has to say and what the dilemma is. So here we go. Okay, and and it's crazy, you know. Like I said, this is not a relationship. Then why do you podcast. keep bringing up all these relationship because, issues? Because I try to help. Okay, I try to help. So here's what happened. You try you try to be a camp counselor for well, relationships, don't you? Secretly. Well, you know, I won't say that, but. <laughs> So this woman says, when we moved into our new home, we agreed to share the cooking. This is her and her husband. Okay. Okay. I would do the regular house cleaning and my husband would do all the outside work and help with the heavy indoor jobs when I need help. We also agreed whoever doesn't cook does the dishes. On the weeks when I cook, I end up having to do some of the prior day's dishes just so I can cook. Because my husband doesn't get around to doing them the night before. The agreement has been broke. So that means, please don't read into this, okay? Please let me finish. It's been clearly defined. So that means I do double duty most of the time because he says the pots and pans are easier to clean if they soak. He also waits until the grass is so high, not only does it start looking real bad, but it takes him two hours to cut the wild grass instead of a half hour or so it would take him if he cut it every week. He says, what difference does it make if it takes him two hours once a month or half an hour every week? He doesn't think about the stress the long, thick grass puts on the lawnmower, which we spent a lot of money on when we moved in. Sometimes it drives me crazy. I am not the most neat person in the world, but I do like things to be looking nice and to have what I need to do my cooking with. I have told my husband how I feel about these things, But it makes no difference, I see. What else can I do to get him to do what he agreed to do? Oh, no, he's not doing his part. This is terrible, Gary. This is absolutely terrible. There's so many layers to this. Okay, this is so many layers to this. I do not understand it, but we are going to dissect this. So this is my question, Gary. Yes. Should we see what... Ask someone else's mom has to say about this, or should we see what you have to say? 
What say you? Ask someone else's mom. Okay. Ask someone else's mom says, unfortunately, okay, as far as the lawn goes, it will possibly take damaging your lawnmower or getting a citation from your local authorities to get your husband to understand the advantage of putting in those smaller efforts rather than having one heck of a job to do it every few weeks. It could be an expensive lesson, but if your attempts at persuasion fall on deaf ears, his learning the hard way may do the trick. As to the dirty dishes, I'd fight fire with fire, so to speak. When it's your turn to be the pots and pans washer, you too can leave them to soak, just as he does. You'll need to stand firm and let him experience your frustration and not having what he needs ready to go. If, as it sounds, you married a chronic procrastinator, it'll likely be an ongoing struggle for you, but don't hesitate to remind him of your frustration. It may prove little more than a vent, but hopefully in time you'll get through to him, at least on some level. Now that is what Ask Someone Else's Mom said. Mm-hmm. So what say you, Gary? What would you do if you were, what would you send, what would you write back to this person that has this issue? What would you do? I was told once that you and I have clearly defined roles. Okay. I feel that they need to clearly define the roles. And when I say Now, did you say rules or roles? Roles and rules. Okay. So their relationship or job roles. They need to clearly define these. Well, I think they were defined because... I understand, but it doesn't seem to be working out for their personality. So they need to come to some compromises that are realistic compromises. Like she does all the dishes every day. Like she cooks and does all the dishes every day. No, he will have to take over all the cooking and she can do the dishes. Or he doesn't want to really do the lawn so they can hire a lawn service. Well, no, you're reading into this. He didn't, there's no one, there's no mentioning in here that he doesn't want to do the lawn. Okay. He's not She's, doing it in a timely enough let's, manner. Let's, let's, let's tackle the first issue. Let's tackle the if, dishes. If, if the I dishes. was, if I was her. Yes. Let's tackle and the I'd dishes And I'd say, first. if you cannot step up to your part of the bargain. Yes. Or we can't come to some other kind of compromises. Yes. I will hire a maid service. I will hire a lawn service. I will hire a dishwasher. Whatever it needs to be. Hit him where the pockets are and he'll come around. Hit him where the pockets are. Sure. I, I don't think that's the correct term. But How would you solve this problem? This is very simple. Okay? Yes. This is a very simple to me. Okay. Uh-huh. I believe that Abby is not right or ask someone else's mom Abby, is not right. Yeah. Okay. Either way, I believe that she's incorrect here. Okay, because the okay. issue is that he is, she, he is leaving these pots to soak. Okay, okay, and we all know that pots need to soak. Pot okay? soakers, they need to soak. So the next day, I don't see why. Why the big problem is with her when it's her turn to cook, washing those pots because she's just going to get them dirty anyway. Well, okay? I, 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 I agree I with you. I think ask someone okay? else's mom it is just putting off the problem. For another right. day, and when it comes, it's, there's no solution in that answer. That's a well, I, well, a I also, beloved, yes, answer well, a BS answer. Okay, so what I think is that 
probably she should probably do all the cooking and all the cleaning and then she'll be able to have all the pots clean whenever she wants to because it'll be at her pace okay she might as and well then, get her own and place then, and then the gentleman the gentleman you know in all the time that she's doing all the cooking and the cleaning okay that gives him time okay mm-hmm. to watch television or read the newspaper and drinking his scotch and smoking his cigar with his smoking okay. jacket since you're That's how you're I feel. on another Please. rant but no i'm of not on a rant. No, I'm, women no i'm not she no, needs to get her own place this, this, this is ridiculous what do you mean she does she does not need we're not here to break up I, happy homes i i and when think it comes to, i think listen, they need to come up with clearly defined roles as we do and when it comes to and when it comes to the lawn okay like, like let me let me finish when it comes to the lawn okay oh when it comes to the lawn when yes. she gets done with all the pots and pans that she could go out and do the lawn and she could cut as many times as she wants and then the lawn won't have there won't be an issue carrie what she say needs you? her own place <laughs> you know if she's gonna do everything she can get her own place <laughs> no i don't i don't think that's what we're trying to do here carrie we flipped that, the script i think what yep. the problem i yep. think i think what we're the, good no, i think what the problem is is that she is very very disrespectful and she is selfish she's trying to control his time as far as it comes <laughs> to the lawn okay and as as I always say, I will not tolerate a war on men. I will not do it on this podcast. Okay, she, guys, she needs to hold guys, a, me, a if, if a, you uh, if you believe that she should be doing all the cleaning, and she needs to hold a walkout. If, you know what? If you believe that she should be doing all the cleaning and the pots and pans and the lot, give me a hell yeah! What? What? Well, the people have spoken, guys. She needs to have a a work conference for a month and see how that household lasts. Well, you know what? I don't know if I don't know if he would, you know, give her permission to leave that long. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Uh, Carrie, would you like? Do you have any final thoughts for us? Do you have any final thoughts? I do. Yes, I I would like to leave you with a couple inspirations. And real quick, guys, this is just for entertainment purposes only, guys. It's my just, quote it's just inter no my my commentary is just for entertainment purposes only don't get all hot about it that's what i mean when i say diplomatic immunity relax relax but please that's the me. man that does all the dishes please you guys. continue you know, <laughs> that's but, the only reason why i tolerate this you know you're disrespectful please continue Carrie. i do all the cooking what final thoughts do Those you have are clearly us? defined roles okay. <laughs> say okay. yes moving on <laughs> all right so I got some inspirational quotes for the year. I thought these were, I, I couldn't choose just one, so I have three. Oh, fantastic. The first one is by Mark Twain. Continu- continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. All right, that sounds good. Yes, and then the next one is by Vidal Sassoon. Uh, the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. In the dictionary. I've heard that one before. And then the last one is by Anne Frank. What a wonderful thought it is that some of the best days of our lives haven't even happened yet. And that was my favorite one. Fantastic. To Fantastic. always look for the brighter future. Always look for the brighter future. Guys, we wish you a prosperous 2023 Hit me up on Instagram, Flight785. Send me a note or hit me up on the email, Flight785podcast at gmail.com. And I'm going to leave you with this, guys. I'm not negotiating my value with anyone. I'm worth it, been worth it, will forever be worth it. And that is real talk. And so are you guys that so don't negotiate your value. We will see you guys in two weeks. We love y'all. 
blue skies, and a tailwind. You know how we do it. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. 